Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow Welcome once again to The Catch on Blog Talk Radio on this Tuesday night, March 24, uh, 2015. I'm still doing that 19 thing, Gunnar. You know. (laughs) It is 2015, Uh, John. I I want to confirm that. (laughs) It is. It is. How are you doing today, Gunnar? I'm doing well, doing well up here in uh, the beautiful, great Northwest. And, uh, again, we've got an all-Northwest show again tonight, and uh, it's going to be an awesome time. But uh, I'm doing well. And, 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 John, I listened to that song, that intro song. You know, we've talked about it a million times, but yeah. um, I'm kind of getting excited about some things. I, there's some rumors kind of moving around a little bit about maybe some of uh, your music uh, getting digitized. Is uh, any, yeah. any, truth, any truth to those rumors? There is some truth, absolutely. And uh, we are, yeah, we're we're going about it. Uh, it's a it's an involved process due to copyrights and ownerships and mechanical licensing and all of that stuff. Which uh, even though some of these companies have been sitting on my music for. 30 years, you know, wow. it's still not my music, you know, in a sense. So uh, we're we're trying to be careful. We're trying to do it right. But, mm-hmm. um, we've got, uh, uh, actually, Johnny's Cafe is really close wow. to being done. And uh, we've already heard two of the tunes, and, and they just sound fantastic. They sound, well, we got those, I think. you got those horns. Nice. The, the horn oh, section, yeah. John. Oh, my goodness. It's, like, it's incredible. <laughs> Well, Johnny's Cafe was a real departure for me, and uh, really? uh, when you go back, when you go back and hear it, you realize, my gosh, this really is a good album. The funny thing is, it, it didn't catch hold the way we thought. And for instance, really? the next album was Dark Horse, and <laughs> Dark, Dark Horse, Horse <laughs> went, you know, ran circles around Johnny's Cafe, and and I think that's just primarily because Dark Horse was closer to my sound. It's closer to what people, oh, they go, that's John Fisher, okay? Yeah, And this was just maybe a little bit too much of a departure for some people, and, uh, but it was sure fun for me, and when you get, (laughs) but the cool thing is, you know, when we get this far away from it, it really doesn't matter anymore. You just go back and you go, wow, that was 1979. The horns, yeah, John sounded great. Wow. I think it's a great album. It is. The horns. And, you know, and I, and I have to be honest to the, uh, to the, the listener out there. I actually have heard uh, the, the two tracks and uh, it sounds amazing. I mean, and those horns are just smoking. And so, you know, the, the, these, these songs are just, uh, you know, standing the test of time and, and it's fun. To, it's going to be fun to see how this all, we start releasing these songs again and, and, uh, and some of the yeah. things that we have planned for that. But, uh, you know, John, I know we've got a, we've got a really, um, just an, just an incredible show tonight. And, um, you know, we really, do. you were talking about grace turned outward. Well, tonight, as you've been, we've been talking about just grace turned outward gets pushed to the limits, you know, and, uh, yeah. and, uh, you even wrote a little bit about this t- today in the catch. What were you talking about this morning in the catch to set up tonight's show? Well, actually, this morning's catch came from uh, talking with our our guest tonight uh, yesterday, just to get a little bit familiar with him and and what he was doing. And uh, I just, uh, you know, the, well, I, for the longest time, and I still think this is true. You know, the uh, the homosexual issue, for instance, is uh, is just going to tear the church apart. And uh, it is already. But, you know, we I found out this week an issue I never even 
thought about that's that's almost almost it challenges people's thinking even more and that is uh, a ministry to registered sex offenders now that you just say that and uh boy the 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 things go up on your back of people's neck and uh obviously we're dealing with people who have been victims of this kind of thing and so it you you start reaching out to these people it becomes very hard for uh, everyone to say well this is really a good thing and this is what we should be doing but uh, that's we're going to get into that tonight we're, it's going to be amazing and and you know i i want you to uh oh i didn't finish the question the question was about the catch <laughs> yeah and, well, and you know well as soon as i start it kind of happens to me always when i write i just start writing i really don't always know what i'm going to say but sure. about halfway into it it the light goes on and i go oh oh we're talking about registered sex offenders as if mm-hmm. you know uh well w- what about the rest of us you know are we are we registered gossipers or are, are we, are we re- do we have to register for 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 being uh, uh, a, a, a you know a lustful person? Do we have to register for cheating? Do we you know you just start going down the list of sins, and uh, it, it that becomes a, a big issue in in the church is well do we just have these sins over here that are these are really the bad ones. So we're not even going to touch those. And to tell you the truth, we're not even going to minister to those people who are guilty mm. of those things. They don't, they're not even worth being ministered to. Mm. You know, I, you know I, I bet there's a lot of people who wouldn't say that right out, but I bet a lot of us in the back of our minds are thinking that. So sure. we're going to delve into some of those questions. But you know what? I'm going to have you introduce our, our guest tonight because this was your idea, and Lo and behold, this you know this guy, and he's it's your church. <laughs> well, I tell you, I tell you, I'm you know I was sitting there, I'm sitting there, John, on, on church uh, in, in, on Sunday morning, and uh, and our guest tonight was uh, was uh, was was giving the sermon uh, uh, this this weekend at our campus there at uh, in Hillsboro, Oregon, and uh, you know, and, and he's talking about you know fears, and it was just a great message, and uh, one that I've carried the last few days. But he starts. He drops in the middle of the message this this story that ran in the Daily Beast, which is a massive website over the weekend uh-huh. on on one of the ministries of our church, and that's the Light My Way service, uh, which is uh, Sunday afternoons, eighteen and above. Um, you know, they security and lock down the church, and and uh, they really open up the church at three in the afternoon. He's, and he's telling us about this story that ran on the Daily Beast. Not sure what to expect of it, what people are going to think. But, uh, of course, they run the headline on the story is Oregon's Church for Sex Offenders. And, uh-huh. and um, you know, one of the things we wrote in, in, for the show tonight was, you know, don't let the headline mislead you. There's much more to this story. And uh, that's what we're excited about tonight, John. I got to be honest with you. Going to this, uh, this church, Sunrise, uh, for year for several years now. Anytime I think of the Light My Way service and what's going on on, on Sunday afternoons over there, man, all I think of is the Holy Spirit because there is so mm. much activity and so many lives that are just being radically changed. I, I think of a, a community of people that are coming together and a family that's there. I've got several friends that uh, are some of the leaders there. And I'll tell you what, John, I'll tell you what, I see just the move of God in that place. Uh, I hear stories about it. So I'm excited to be able to go uh, tonight to go beyond the headline of just Oregon's Church for Sex Offenders, but to learn more about what uh, what this church, and which is my church, is doing here at the Light My Way service. So with that, John, I do want to just kind of get out of the way and bring in our, our special guest tonight and, 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 and let you have at it and just have a great conversation. I, I want to invite uh, Pastor Rocky Wing uh, to join us on the show tonight, who's also, a, by the way, a longtime fan. of So, Rocky, are you there? Yes, I am here. I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rocky. Welcome to the catch. Hey, thanks so much for having me tonight. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be speaking to you about uh, this. It is. Uh, it's an honor to have you. Um, we've already kind of breached the subject with with our audience, and 
I went just before the show. I went and 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 read some of our comments, and and sure enough, we we got some people who aren't really sure about this. And uh, <laughs> you know, I I I definitely want to get into that because I'm sure you guys deal with that all the time. And uh, yeah, so, but I, that's not a good place to start. I, where I really want to start is um, have you just tell us a little bit about yourself and about the church. And how on earth did you guys end up with this kind of ministry? Yeah, so I've uh, been a pastor here in uh, Sunrise and Hillsboro for about two and a half years now. And uh, one of the our big cries is we want to serve uh, the least, the last, and the lost. That is our uh, mm. that is our target audience right there. The people that are uh, far from God, who are just uh, down and out. That uh, society wouldn't really uh, look at, you know, like like Jesus, man. He was a friend of sinners and tax collectors. Uh, he was he was a guy with a poor reputation among the amongst the religious people, and we're okay with that poor reputation. You know, we want uh, homeless people to know us by name. Uh, we want to know uh, their names, and it became apparent to our um, he's still our lead pastor, Pastor James Gleason. It was in late of uh, 2004, early 2005, so 10 years ago, uh, he just had this burden of what it would look like uh, to serve uh, the ex-prisoners and not just, um, not just make it a ministry like some sort of uh, different, like an extension of the church. He really had a heart to, to make it a church service. And so he invited uh, some people that he knew, some ex-prisoners, and it became apparent that uh, some of these ex-prisoners uh, were SOs, sex offenders, and, uh, and he realized that he would, he would have to make it open to them. You know, if, if the gospel uh, is for everyone, then we really have to say that it's for everyone. And if we're going to say that everyone is welcome, then uh, we have to be sure that we're making, uh, making it safe for everybody to be welcome too. And so he, they came to this conclusion that they wanted to be a safe place for sex offenders, which meant they'd have to close down the campus for anyone uh, 18 or under. So that's really mm-hmm. where it started. It started with uh, one man's desire uh, to reach out to the outcasts of society. You know, we talk about uh, who are the lepers? You know, who are those people that when they walk down the street, if, if you knew them, right, if you could see the disease in their heart like you could see the disease on the skin of a leper, uh, who would those, be those people that, that would have to shout unclean and nobody would want to go near them? You know, and I think that, uh, that these are those people, you know, that we see every, wow. every single Sunday. You know, we so want to be a – oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead and finish. Oh, oh I was you just going to say that um, I think a, a lot of churches uh, – focus on on the truth right of the gospel mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. we want to be balanced we want to be grace and truth and it's a uh, it's it's a fun little tension to walk uh, but I think it's a tension that Jesus walked you know at the one hand he accepted every single person that came to him and then he said go and sin no more you know and that's mm-hmm. the balance that that we would love to see wow so it started with a ministry to to prisoners, um, probably uh, to people out of prison. Sounds like yeah, right? yeah. It started as, as ex prisoners. Yeah, I just wanted to have uh-huh. an ex prisoner service. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, suddenly you found out that you had a number of these guys, or or one or two of them, or yeah, you know, were... yeah. It started it started fairly small. Uh, mm-hmm. And it just, yeah, became apparent that some of them were uh, registered sex offenders, and so we started to look into that and what that would okay. what that would look like to be able to have okay. a service. Okay. Now, for our listeners, uh, you got to explain why that's not, not that may not be a, uh, immediately apparent to everybody. Why? Why oh. is that a problem? Yeah. So uh, when you're uh, registered as a sex offender in the, at least in the state of Oregon, uh, there are three places. That you're um, that you're not allowed uh, to be in or near, and those are uh, parks, schools, and churches. Uh, so you really think about um, think about that fact that if wow. I mean, if if light my way were to stop, 
right now it uh, these people that have the sex offender label on them um they would no longer be allowed to go to church and and just think about the fact that it's illegal for sex offenders to go to church <laughs> to hear the gospel to worship god and and just imagine like uh, what that would mean you know so wow. it's it, it's it's crazy to think about you know and we're not here to make a make a political statement we're just mm-hmm. here wanting to share Jesus, you know. So, what makes it different? Then, how did you get around? How did you get around that? And and how involved was that? I mean, did you have to go before the city and or police or what? Yeah, we, we have a we have a really good uh, relationship with the city uh, right now. We have a really good uh, relationship with the law enforcement here with the prisons. In fact, the um, the chief of police here in Hillsboro just just took a tour of our facility uh, last Wednesday just because we want to, we want to partner alongside. We're not here to, to make a statement or to, or to disrupt the city. We're here to bring uh, the peace uh-huh. of Jesus to the city. And uh, in fact, I just got a Facebook message today from, uh, from somebody that I know in Portland. She didn't even know that I did this, this sort of work. And she saw the article and it, it turns out that she's, um, that she's a parole officer, a parole and probation officer that actually works with sex offenders. And she said uh, that she has sent clients uh, my way. And she wrote this on, on the message. She said, well, we walk different spiritual paths. I truly appreciate and respect the work that you are doing. So, again, this is uh, from somebody mm-hmm. that's not following Jesus but is on the mm-hmm. other side of, of, uh, of this whole issue with sex offenders that are saying, man, you guys are doing a, doing a service. So that's, uh, that's the one thing. If, if you wanted to do this uh, in your own city or in your own state, be sure that you really know the law and are bringing the parole officers in on this with you and, and bringing the police in on this with you. And then uh, find out what it is uh, that are the restrictions and how you can make it a truly safe campus. So we've, I mean, we do a sweep uh, through the whole church before we allow them in, and we we do a peripheral of the whole church. And if if any one of our SOs comes in contact uh, with a minor, then we will write up the report and be the first one to to just say that, <laughs> you know, write wow. up. And wow. and so it is. It's it could be some potential paperwork, some potential worry, but man, I think the gospel's worth it, you know. Yeah. Amen. Wow. That's. That's fantastic. And, and, you know, why haven't – I want to ask, why why haven't we heard about this, and why hasn't this happened in every church in America? <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, – I, I really um, give the credit to our senior pastor, uh, Pastor James Gleason, for that one, because um, he has – he doesn't just talk the going after the least, last, and lost. He, he goes after yeah. them. Uh, yeah. with the gospel and and honestly he's he's not uh afraid he walks in in absolutely no fear i was sharing that uh mm. this week and and he has no fear from uh the church people that could rise against this he has he has no fear at all so he walks very fearlessly with a with a faith in god knowing that there is good work coming from this uh for a long time yeah. in light my way there was this this saying that was going around that there's only one light my way. And, uh, and it used to be a thing to rejoice about, like there's only one light my way. And then uh, the people begin to realize that that's not a happy thing that in fact, that is a very sad thing that there's only light my way. In fact, I just uh, received an email on Monday uh, uh, from a guy who said he was in, he's an SO and he read this article and he said he was in tears because he, he feels far from God, and he knows that mm. he's the community of the saints, but he knows that he can't go to church because of his restrictions. And so I, um, I sent him a link to a, a book that he could get as well as a, uh, all these video mm-hmm. podcasts that we've been doing. But what he's really missing out on is the community of people who have been through him or through what he has been through and now are on yeah. the other side of it to say there, yeah. is, there is hope in this. That, that when God looks at you, he doesn't see you as the worst 
thing that you have ever done in your life, and you can get through this. Wow. That and is that to so me is, is, yeah, yeah. It's so powerful. And 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 you think, you know, when when someone goes through the system, they go to prison, they have to register, and then they come out. And what hope is there for that that person? Uh, they 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 can't get a job. Who wants to hire a, a registered sex offender? They can't rent. Who wants to rent one? You know, who wants to live next to one? Who wants to rent out to one of, one of these people? So it seems to me that there's so much against them and so much that would actually be the kind of seed environment that would just perpetuate what what got them into jail in the first place. Yeah, um, in fact, I, I just met a young man a, a month and a half ago who started coming to light my way. And he... Uh, you know, he just confessed to me. We don't we don't ask why the people are at Light My Way, but it's just such an uh, just such an open community and such a raw environment that uh, that people yeah. just offer it. And he told me that he was now a registered uh, sex offender. Uh, he'd been looking for a job and been looking for uh, just a place to stay, and he could, of course, find neither one because he was telling me the interview process as soon as he puts his his uh, is that he's registered as a sex offender. It's it's interview is over, you know. And uh he was telling me that he was just living uh in his mm. car, uh wow. parked outside of a community, because uh, he had nowhere else. And he's coming to, to light my way because we have a free dinner <laughs> every <laughs> every single Sunday. And yeah. uh yeah, it's it's a sad uh, a sad thing to see these people with uh as one guy described it, that I was on the other side of it. He said it. It really is uh, a hopeless place, and the fact that you're uh, doing it alone uh, makes mm-hmm. it even that much harder. Is uh, have you guys been able? Are there any resources for these people? Have you been able to help with either of those things in terms of a job or a place to live? Yeah, we're we're always handing out. Uh, resources and we've got a an, just an amazing uh leadership team uh shout out to sarah right now who's probably listening and uh, she just has her finger on the pulse of, of places to stay and we're always uh looking for mm-hmm. apartments that are open to this and um and job opportunities and careers but it really i mean that's the one thing but then it also takes somebody who's who's standing right there with you saying you know what i'm a registered so2 and now i'm on the other side of it and there's yeah. there's there can be victory here, you know, in yeah. Christ. But but Rocky, what does it take to get on the other side of it? What does it Man. take? <laughs> well, uh, the, I, I just think of this uh, this one leader that we have uh, on the team, and and he he had really hit uh, the low. He was uh, it's the story that's told in the Daily Beast. He's a he's a friend of mine, and he um. He was uh, he was caught looking at uh, looking at underage porn, and uh, mm-hmm. he was thrown thrown in p- prison for uh, a few months, and then he he came out with that label on, and uh, like so many other guys, he couldn't get a place, and he was homeless. And one of the, another one of the ministries that we have here at Sunrise is uh, is every year for three months we have a a cold weather shelter, and he had somehow uh, found this shelter. And uh, and he came in and story of the guy who gave him a pair of boots is it's just a funny story because he he was at the lowest point in his life and that that moment started to brighten him up a little bit and he started mm-hmm. coming to light my way and and really uh, committed to Jesus and kept uh, kept walking with him with other people that had been through it mm-hmm. and then uh, mm-hmm. and now to hear him hear that he's he's got a job now he has a place to live now. He's uh, got a girlfriend now. He never, never even <laughs> imagined that, you know, with that that sort of title mm-hmm. on you, and yeah. uh, and now he's on he's on the leadership team, and it's so amazing to see this guy, uh, whether he's he's on stage uh, playing his instrument and leading us in worship, or uh, or whether he's down off the stage praying with somebody else at that low point. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's just amazing, amazing to see. You know what. What amazes me is how simple, how at its basic level, 
how simple these these issues can be solved actually because yeah. I, you know I, it, it's it's a community it's people who love you and um it, it completely changes the picture i this is a almost a very similar story to something that my wife and i ran into here in la uh a african american woman who was just doing the round into jail, back out, into jail, back out. You know, they they drive them, <laughs> they drive them from the jail. They drop them in the center of L.A. with two hundred dollars. Hmm. Now it, 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 that's that's a really hopeful situation. And how long is it before they're into drugs and they're back? You know, they're back into the same thing. Well, this one time, this woman. Ended up, I'm not sure exactly how it happened, but she ended up with two Christian ladies who took her in and loved her and fed her and took after her, gave her a job, and and everything changed. Her whole life changed because she suddenly was out. She was pulled out of that situation, and all it took was was an environment of a, a community, of a loving community. And now mm-hmm. she so now she has in her name, I believe there's four or five homes in LA that she's sponsoring that are doing that very same thing for oh, each wow. one for seven or eight women. And and she just in fact she knows a lot of them because she got to know them when she was in prison. She just can't wait till they get out because she's gonna go get them and bring them home. <laughs> <laughs> and and you go, gosh, and and these people come Christians. You bet they do. You know, I mean, it's 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 just uh, it's just amazing uh, how obvious this is, and yet, you know, I'm thinking the reason it doesn't happen more is because we're not there. We don't mm. we don't know the reason all these churches don't have a program like this because they don't even know the problem is there. There, yeah. like you said. They're not. They're not in with the least and the the lost and the, what was that? I got to learn that. The last. Really good. Yeah, the least, the, the last. last, and the lost. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, unless you're, it, it seems like simply because you guys were there and that's how you found out about this. Isn't that right? I mean, yeah. Somebody didn't get a vision and say. Let's go minister to sex offenders. I got nothing else better to do today, you know. No, I mean, yeah, and just... go ahead. No, so I was just gonna say, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was one of the things is is uh, that is a, a portion of the people that come to light my way, but uh, that's yeah. not all. We've got a lot of uh, just people that were in prison for different reasons. We've got a, a third of them are are there that are still in uh, the RC. Uh, which is called the Restitution Center. It's 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 uh, kind of an in between uh, an actual uh, prison and probation where you can't just uh, come and go as you please, but you've got to get a pass to be able to go. And we've developed a relationship with them to be able to uh, get a pass so they can come uh, to light my way for that. And then we've got a a lot of um, a homeless population that come in here, and then a lot of people that are just really seeking. You know, and and uh, time and time again, we hear from people who say that they uh, that they've never felt more accepted than at this uh, than at this service. They've never they've always felt judged whenever they come into a yeah. come into a church environment, but never at this never at this one. That's so good. That's yeah. Would it would wouldn't it be great if if all churches were like that? Oh, and that, that that sh- the church should be the safe place to go, no matter what's going on in your life. It should be the safe place. Well, yeah. you know, there's a story uh, in in the article that I loved. Maybe, do you know? Uh, I could almost tell it because uh, it stuck with me. But it was a, a story about one of your female workers that yeah uh, went home. Yeah, can you tell that story? That that said yeah. a lot. Yeah, uh, there were actually a couple different stories. She was kind of, uh, she was kind of weaving them in and out. And and uh, the story, the story that I remember is, at, at one point, uh, she had to she had to get her all of her yard uh, cleaned, and 
and uh, and all the like the grass mowing and all this stuff. And so she called the the Light My Way leadership team over. And another time she you know heard a noise and and who is she going to call? She's going to call her community. And uh, and the weird thing about it is here's the, this community that are the leaders that are her closest friends are are all this uh, committed people to Jesus, yes, but committed with a past and uh, and and the past of, of homeless and some with the sex offender, uh, some just uh, ex-prisoners. And those are the people that she is trusting and that she's not, when she's afraid, she calls them, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's just uh, such a backwards way to, that we would think. But, um, but man, that's really a testament to, how Jesus changes lives, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That is fantastic. Well, where um where where do we go from here? Um what uh what do you see in the future for for um this ministry? Yeah, uh for me, um it it really started uh today that I got an email uh from a a lady in Texas that I'm going to call tomorrow, and she said that she read about the program and was wondering how she can start her own. There um, you go. To to me, that is uh, that is where it's at. Uh, wow. We don't we don't want to be the only church uh, that is doing this. Um, yeah. Now one of the one of the sad things we see is. Um, is the the turnaround in Light My Way is so big because one of the laws that we have here in Oregon is, is whatever city you're arrested in, uh, that's the city you go back to, you know. So we'll see uh, people for three to six months, and then we'll just send them off to a place oh. that doesn't have a ministry like this. And uh, man, hmm. how amazing would it be if uh, if through this article, uh, God would give a a burden that same burden that he gave to our lead pastor 10 years ago to yeah. start something in their own church and uh, in their own community to not be, yeah. a, not be afraid of, of what that would, that journey would look like, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and man, we've got all, all, all the resources and everything that you would need. Uh, if any of your listeners are uh, just wanted to, to call the church or look on the website, my phone number is listed there to give me a call or shoot me an email to ask for some some information and some guidance man we we would love to do that we would love to share uh this model and the lessons that we've learned along the way to to help any and everybody that would want to do this um you know have you run into uh any uh, any other that's one i was thinking if if you got with this article with such a reach there, there may be uh, other churches that here will come out of the woodwork that are that are doing something like this. Have you have you heard heard of that yet? No, just uh, just just this one that said that she wanted to, she but no, we to. haven't heard yeah. we haven't heard of anything. Mm-mm. Yeah, and I well, and I, think, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I certainly wouldn't be surprised because you know the, God's work is is going on. I kind of feel like. You know, who is it? Was it Elijah, the one who said, you know, um, that I am alone and left and they're seeking my life? And, and God said, well, I didn't tell you, Elijah, but there's about 7,000 other people um, who have not bowed the knee to Baal. You just don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. God's got his people, and and uh, it may be that uh, we can find some more out about this, but. Wouldn't that be great if you guys could um could start you know start something that would um uh you know cre- create this kind of ministry in places all over the country yeah that, that would be that very would exciting be amazing amazing and just uh it's a, a strange thing to think about too that uh that God would use a secular online <laughs> news magazine. Oh yeah, uh, to just mm-hmm. proclaim his gospel. Yeah, uh, that to me is is uh, is pretty amazing. I think. Yeah, the the Daily Beast. You know, honestly, I didn't know about the Daily Beast until you know, <laughs> Gunner sent me this thing. And, uh, Beast, what is that thing? 
And uh, yeah, it's what twenty one million people, something like yeah. that. I read. Yesterday. Yeah, it's a readership like that. That's pretty mm-hmm. pretty high, twenty to twenty two million. And uh, and as of today, that article's been shared uh, by a thousand plus people. Mm. And so uh, it's powerful. And, oh. and since then, uh, yesterday the Oregonian uh, picked up the article too on their. Um, at least online they did, and uh, Great. and put it online. So, yeah, just getting that, getting the word out of what yeah. God is doing. Okay, now let's get to that question that 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 I mentioned at the beginning. Um, yes. You know, what do we do about the people? Obviously, obviously, there are people who have been victimized by sex offenders, and this is this is going to be a tough thing for them. I I would imagine. Um, yes. And and then there's just people who just, you know, have been abused one way or another and they just you know I I like I say, I, I've got a couple uh, people who thought, well maybe maybe John just went a little too far with this one. Um <laughs> you know, what what do you what, how do you treat that that element? How do you treat that question? Yeah, I think it's I think it's really um a matter of being uh gentle you know and and understanding that that is a that that for sure is a real issue that yeah with every sex offender that comes on there's a very uh real victim that uh mm-hmm. that it, it i mean it's almost mirrored with that ESO label that it's something that's so internal and they're they're forever labeled at least in their in their own eyes as uh as as somebody who's a victim of this uh of this terrible thing and um and carry it with them uh, probably their whole lives. But um, And we have to be there for the victims, you know, and we have to share the love of Christ with the victims and, and help them on the other side of that journey. But I, I think, um, man, I just I just go back to this idea that we think about, um, man, who who really is the enemy of the believer? You know, is, is the sex offender the enemy? Is um, the abortionist? the enemy, you know, is, is the, the, the people that are fighting for gay rights, or are they the enemy? And I think that we would have to say no, that we are, we are, are not the enemy. We are all victims of the enemy. And we shouldn't, we shouldn't treat anyone like the enemy, you know? And, mm. and so, uh, man, that's, that's what I need to uh, wow. hold on to. So, so you're saying that sex offenders are are victims also? I, I would have to say they would be. They're uh, they're the victim of the enemy. I mean, obviously it it, it is completely their fault. And the how oh, the weird thing is, um, talking to these people, uh, I've talked with so many sex offenders now that have come to light my way, and and they all know it. Man, they know what they did is terrible. You see it on their faces. You hear it in their voices. Mm-hmm. They they know it. They know that they've done this terrible thing. Mm-hmm. And, and man, they all they all take ownership of it to say wow. that they that they deserve it. Uh, wow. They deserve that punishment and they deserve it. But then, uh, what after that, man? Do they deserve to be ostracized from society? Do they deserve to be shut out? from the gospel and from our churches? I mean, is, is, is that what we would say? I mean, what's the, is, is hell the price to pay uh, for the sex offenders? And, and also the, the really strange thing in Oregon is, is that idea that um, when you think of sex offender, you automatically think of sex predator. And uh, mm. those are two different things. Man, a sex offender in, in Oregon could be somebody who's 19 that sleeps with a 17-year-old would have the sex offender, uh, and mm. others that that are are looking at underage uh, porn online, as as one of the guys uh, in our church has done. Mm. And so you, all of that is blanketed under the under the mm-hmm. you know the umbrella of sex offender. I see. Um, yeah. But now the predator is one who is uh, out purposely after people. Uh, what's yeah, the that are, what's the, 
Yeah, that are that are uh, going specifically after after victims, and uh, uh-huh. it was in the article that that the percentage of of sex offenders that are actually sex predators it's it's a pretty low a pretty low uh, percentage is what it is. Huh. Wow. Well, there's got to be hope for all of us, and um, yeah. You know where does uh and and then where does forgiveness fit in? To this picture yeah I think um, man to me forgiveness is in line my way um, just a beautiful picture of, of this to me was uh, we had a young man who came in who was uh, he had just gotten off drugs just gotten clean uh, he'd been clean about a month and he started coming to light my way and and he started to express his, his desire to be on ministry or to be in ministry, like be a be a full time pastor at one point in his life, and so he started coming. We started giving opportunities to serve. We started having him come to our leadership meetings and and praying, and he was leading other people in prayer. and And uh, it turned out he was a musician, so we'd get him up on stage playing guitar and everything. and uh, And then at, at one point, we found out he didn't even own a guitar, so uh, we we took money out of the Light My Way ministry, you know, money that that uh, the people were giving, and we bought him a guitar, and he was playing it, and everything was great, and then uh, we didn't see him for a week after week after week and month, and it was probably a year later before wow. uh, he came back to the people, and it turned out, uh, as he confessed to us, that that he had uh, that he had gone back into drugs, he'd mm-hmm. gotten, become homeless, and in fact, he had sold this guitar that we had mm-hmm. bought him to to yeah. buy more drugs. And yeah. I was there that first day that he walked back into the ministry. And man, he was he was greeted uh with hugs and uh, yeah. and love and and prayers and thanksgiving and uh, we don't <laughs> we know and don't care what <laughs> you did in the past. Jesus's grace is here for you today and that to me is a is a picture <laughs> of forgiveness. You know, that's a picture of the Father right there. And, and and it's going to happen, I mean, over and over again. You just don't stop something like this. Uh, addictions are terrible. Everyone, yeah. you know, we always hear the stories of of people who, you know, who fall back and um, for a season. And there just has to be a, it seems to me, a lot of love and patience. Um, yeah. Do, do you see that? Do you see that a lot in... In your ministry there, yeah, the uh, both that the love and patience and the the people you know people going. Uh, there was just a guy that came this this week. He was a guy that uh, not just came to light my way, but he came to every single service, and he'd he'd have his chair right in the very front, man, saying amen, <laughs> standing up, singing the songs, you know, uh, recording them on his cell phone so he could listen to them later and worship Jesus. <laughs> You know, while he's riding the max, and and uh, then didn't see him for a number of yeah. a number of months, and he just came back this Sunday, and he told mm. me he got got caught back up in the he's back in the RC, and he got a pass to come out, and man, we mm. just I just gave him a big old hug. I didn't even ask questions. It's not uh, where have you been? What have you done? What's your yeah. problem, man? It's uh. Do we no. love you? What's the What's the next step for you yeah, to get closer exactly. to Jesus and, and to stay with Him? Well, that's you know that that was the story. That's the way God treated. <laughs> that's the way the Father treated the prodigal. No questions asked. You're home. Let's celebrate. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, so. It's, uh, that's so great. Pe- people just say it's uh, uh, all my. I don't need to convince worship teams to go out there because. Uh, there's something real and there's something genuine when we uh, take off our masks and just mm-hmm. come as we are. You know, I love that that question that you asked, John, about um, should we register? You know, and, <laughs> and it just seems like there's there's some sins that are, are much more hidden, you know, mm-hmm. and, and man, what, what, what would that look like if, if our hearts, were thrown out mm-hmm. there, and, and mm-hmm. everyone was confronted with the darkness of our own souls. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's uh, we just it, it's how we see ourselves in relationship to other people. Um mm. I I don't know. I've, I I think I think in order to be a proponent of grace turned outward, you also have to to be a proponent of of what I call the uh, the best darn sinner uh, theory, and that is that is I'm I am the best darn sinner on the face of the earth. There isn't there isn't anybody who can do this better than I can, and uh, and I'm convinced of that because I even believe that that's you know Paul calls himself that uh, you know God Christ died to save sinners of who I am the chief, and yeah. it shocks me that not only did he say that he, he he is a chief. It's it's present tense. He used the present tense. I I mm-hmm. am chief of sinners. In other words, I know myself. I know my tendencies. I know how close I am. And and I know if it's not if it was weren't for the Holy Spirit and his forgiveness, I I could not I, I could not walk you know another way. And um and then I I, I think of uh, just reading it the other day about the, the the speck in your brother's eye and the log in your own, you know, take <laughs> probably get yeah. a good idea to get the log out of your own eye before you deal with the speck in your brother's. Well, why why is mine always a log? I, I believe in every situation that's the way it is. Mine is always a log compared to everybody else's because... I'm an expert at mine. I understand mine. I know the ramifications. Of I don't know the other guys. I I don't know their history. I don't know what they're dealing with. I don't have the right to go in and meddle with with their sin, other than to get rid of mine first. And if, if I do that, then it changes my whole perspective. I mean, if you've been you need to walking around with a log in your in your eye for most of your life, and and it, you you lose it. <laughs> wow, that's a whole new world, man. And suddenly, you know, everybody gets this grace because it's like, you know, that's it. That's that's all you have. <laughs> that little tiny speck. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Well. I'm doing the preaching here. I I uh, I just get excited about these stories, and, and, and I I get excited about how how real they are and how they flesh themselves out into into real life. Um, what is there something that you like something beyond what we've talked about that that is real important about uh, about this and how God is leading you and what you might want to say to our say to our listeners? I you know in a way I'm thinking okay now. We're not all on Skid Row. We're not all necessarily walking with the homeless. I think that's something that more of us can do and should do. But but how does this work? How does this work down to where where all of us it, it touches us all at some level? Hmm. No. Uh, yeah, I think that. I I think. Man, if if. Uh, if you just read the Gospels, look at uh, who Jesus, and you come to realize that that man, his uh, his circles were uh, were strange circles. You know, I, I think part of uh, what we do as uh, not just believers, but I think as Americans, is we uh, put ourselves into uh, into subcultures. We find people who are who are like minded, uh, like dressed listen to the same music that we do, go to the same places uh, that we do. And, uh, man, it's like real life is high school all over again, right? And uh, we see Jesus uh, acting a different way. Man, prostitutes knew Jesus by name. Like, man, could you, could you imagine what that would be like if you were um, hanging out with your pastor and, and a stripper were to know his name? <laughs> you, you would uh, you would have really strange thoughts about your your pastor at at that point, you know. And uh, but man, Jesus Jesus was there in a, just in the very beginning in the the book of John. I mean, 
there you see him in John 2 having a kegger, you know? And when uh, and when everybody's drunk and they're so drunk that they can't tell the good wine and, and bad wine, who goes for the beer run? It's Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus' his mom tells him to go for the beer run. So he, yeah. He does it, and he's the one that that keeps the party going, you know? And, and uh, man, just read the Gospels and look at how, how Jesus lived, how he... He he lived uh, with with no fear of what his reputation would be, and and he lived with no fear of the the people that would associate uh, with him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, man, what if what if we could live like that? Uh, what would now? What would our own uh, lives look like? You know. Wow. Um, even even how this whole uh, thing came about is uh, I moved here two and a half years ago, and I was just um, spirit one day where he wanted me to, to go because I think as pastors and, and church leaders, we get stuck in this more than anyone else, is uh, we get stuck just around church people and, and uh, doing the church thing. And so I just asked spirit, where would you have me go uh, to just be a light? And it was two years ago that he told me uh, – to go to this uh, bar in Portland and tell stories at a storytelling competition. And I started doing that uh, two years ago. And, uh, and that is where I met the person who wrote this article. And, uh, and wow. that to me is just, just crazy that it, all it took wow. was, was me taking one step um, outside of the church, outside of my circle, and asking the spirit, where would you have me go? Huh. And uh, I would have never thought that it would be here. <laughs> you know, I would have never thought yeah. it would be to uh, an article on an article that would get read by 20 million people. Uh, I never thought that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just looked at what Jesus did and and uh, tried to do the same, you know. Wow. And putting yourself out there, taking the risk. Um, and not being afraid. That's a that's yeah. that's key, I think. Uh, not being afraid. Well, gosh, this has been great, Rocky. I really appreciate you taking some time with us. Um, we're going to be remembering this uh, this ministry for sure, and praying for you guys. And uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna pray that 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 maybe maybe the Lord would lead you guys to be uh, a seed planter of mm. of this kind of idea in in lots of people's minds and in in churches across America where yeah. uh, we can really reach out to people who who need it you know and the thing is didn't don't you find that you know that that was true that's why Jesus spent his time with these people because he said said I, I didn't come I, I I came I came for the sick and the, the and and the sinners. I didn't come to those people who thought they were okay. Yeah. I came they I I I came for the people who know they're not okay. And that's who I want to be with. And yeah. that's that's what I love about you know, three your three PM church. It's full of people who know they're not okay. Yeah. And uh, you can go across town to a church at eleven in the morning and find a lot of people who are trying very hard to look like they're okay. Mm. When they're not. Yeah. And where you know, and who do you want to be with? You know, I I, I want to be with the not okay people. I, I really like that. I like that group, yeah. and somehow we've got to take this and 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 sell it to everybody. <laughs> you know, it's the wrong way to say it, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I am. Yeah, and right. and since man, since we're on it, I I just love to um love to just take off my own mask then because this is man. I'll, as you're praying. For this, you could you could pray for me as well because I know that you're used to it, John Fisher. You're like a a nationally known person, but man, I'll tell you as as somebody who just struggles with pride, 
you know, mm. uh, just knowing that my name is on the article and knowing that <laughs> 20 million people are, are reading my name, right, good, bad, or, or whatever, man, that's been a struggle for me, honestly. It's wow. It's like this, this very real, like, man, I don't, I don't want it to be me that's known and lifted up, but at the same time, mm-hmm. there's, I can't deny that there's a piece of my heart that does. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, yeah, man, that's I don't I don't know how how you've done it, John. <laughs> you know, like uh, <laughs> man, how how do you walk that that line? But uh, man, that's a struggle yeah. for me as you as you pray for this because I I yeah. want it to explode, but not man, not for me. I want it to explode for Jesus, yeah. man. I really do. Well, you're going to be okay. You you sound like a a very humble person, and I think. Um, you know, I, I think early on we all struggle with those things. I I I did when I was much younger as a high school and college age person. And and the issue for for me then was I was trying to I was trying to get something out of it. I I was trying mm-hmm. for myself. You know, I I was trying to be somebody based on the fact that I could write songs and sing and and be the life of a party, you know, just give me a guitar and, and mm. I, I can enter, entertain anybody, you know? And, um, that became, but that became my security and not, not my gifts, not my, not the Lord, not the Holy spirit, you know, and it, it becomes, it's an identity issue, I think. And oh, wow. the thing the the thing that heals that is when, when you get your identity hidden in Christ and, and you realize that, that, um, you are, you are just a vessel that, and a cracked one at that. And, uh, uh, and, and, and anything good that comes out of this is, is, is the Holy spirit, um, using you. And, uh, you just, you just happen to be there, you know? And, uh, but it's, it's, it's God's thing. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've even, often told my wife how sometimes I I come back from you know being on stage or having this ministry or that and you know and and I know it was effective it was great you know but uh, you know the river didn't even go through me you know it just kind of went right by you know but everybody got the water you know they all got what they needed and and uh you know I God just had me there uh, for that that's that's all that is, and uh, um, you know. Then, then you that happens enough times, and then you, you know, you see your own sinfulness enough, and you realize that you don't, you don't get keep getting over these things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I appreciate that. That's I, I, I appreciate you opening your heart like that. In fact, I thought. I'd love to pray for you uh, yes, as we close out and for this ministry. And I think it would be a great way to, uh, to say goodbye here. So um, unless you have a last word that you oh, want to please, say. <laughs> uh, uh, please, if there's anybody on the fence um, that is even a little bit interested in starting something like this, uh, great man, please call. Please call. That's great. Yeah. And where do we find out? Uh, where do we find you? It's uh, you can just find me on on that link that you put on your on your blog. It's just www.isunrise.com, and uh, you'll find all the contact information there for me. Or if you uh, go to the Light My Way tab, mm-hmm. that's there as mm-hmm. well. Fantastic. Okay, that that's uh, that's wonderful. Well. Um, and it's and once again, folks, it's 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 rocky, and I'm going to bring you down right now because I forgot okay. to ask people. It's a wing, W I N G. wing, Rocky wing. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I I just had to humble you there. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that, and thank you for your your words. They really ministered to me, John. Just like uh, okay. they've been doing for years, man. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, Lord, we just thank you so much for um, putting this together tonight, and uh, I thank you for uh, my brother Gunner and having him introduce 
Rocky and this very unique ministry to us here at the Catch. And um, I just pray for um, everyone involved with this, that you would surround them with protection, that you would give them courage, and that you protect them from the evil one because they're right in, in, in the battle, the heat of the battle, Lord. And um, I pray that that uh, that this ministry would continue to be blessed. There would be more and more people would be finding you and finding hope in Christ and finding deliverance from from their sin and their their victimhood. And uh, and I I pray uh, I pray also I I think you've obviously set something on uh, Rocky's heart that uh, that sounds like he'd really like to see other people catch this vision. And so I pray that you would use him and however you see fit, open up the way for that to happen because we know these people exist in every single city and town in America. And yet where can they go? It's just, uh, that's, it's just overwhelming. And I, I can't believe that I didn't even know about this until three days ago. So, um, you know, we, we open our eyes, Lord, to uh, to the people around us, and and then for all of us, help us to get more in touch with the 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 lost, the least, and the last, Lord. That that and 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 that we would not somehow see ourselves separate from that group, but that yeah. we would realize that we are the lost and the least and the last, and and it and it's your life in us that has uh, set us free and uh and so this grace that we received we we can't help but give it out to to everyone and even in people who we even to people like sex offenders that that we would uh normally cross off our list as being capable of of being saved or rehabilitated lord um thank you for these great stories bless this ministry enlarge it and other spread it across the country and um uh, and uh and then keep our friend rocky humble as he's requested and i ask this in your name amen amen thank you so much thank you hey thank you for being with us this is tremendous and uh i hope this isn't the last um, I, I, you know, we'll we'll be connected here, and uh, we'll talk about this some more. I'm sure. So we yes, figure out please. maybe how how what other things we at the catch can do, um, yes. you know, to help to help further this. It would be great. Okay. Right. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, Rocky. Appreciate it. Bye. Okay. God bless. Bye bye. John, been an hour. Uh, that wow. was one of the fastest. That was a fast hour. Sure was. So I covered a lot say. of ground. It was wonderful. Yeah. What stand? What stands out to you, John? <sighs> oh, I, 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 it's all. I, I have to stop and and and. Uh, I, I honestly have to stop and think. Um, I think uh well the the first I, I think the first thing the biggest thing that stands out to me is is how this started because it, it was a, a, a just a natural outgrowth of of loving people in need. Mm-hmm. And and so you come across this this type of person that suddenly you realize, wait a minute, they what can we do for these guys can't even go to church. You know, what can we do about that? And then you start to figure out what you can do about that. And uh, that's the way things happen. That's the way things change. As we get to know people, we find out what they need. And then we're not running in with our big program. We're just running in to love people. Yeah. And uh, in the process, we discover, well, I can do that, or I can do this, or, hey, you know, I can connect you to this guy over here, and yeah. um, 
maybe this isn't such a difficult thing after all. And, uh, boy. Yeah, and that other thing about, you know, the, our friend, the uh, African-American woman who has five houses now for uh, ladies who get out of prison and and how simple this thing is, really. Yeah. Because at, at, at its basis, it's just a community of caring people. That's it. Wow. You get a community of caring people and you will change lives yeah. dramatically. You know, it's That's all it takes. Yeah, loving people because people matter. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's something we've talked about on the show, and and the grace turned mm-hmm. outward, and and uh, so much to uh, consider, and uh, and uh, what a wonderful time, and uh, you know I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing some more of the comments uh, as we discuss this yeah. further. Yeah. And uh, and all I can say is from my vantage point, just being, uh, you know, someone that goes to Sunrise as a member there, it's, it truly is amazing to see and, and sense the the real, the, the constant move of the Holy Spirit in that community. And I mean, it's it's just there's people always just getting saved and baptized and lives are being changed radically. And um, it really is. You just you, you just that sweet aroma of Christ just permeates mm. uh when mm-hmm. I hear the stories and I talk to people that that are that are helping there regularly and serving in the ministry and so uh thanks John for mm-hmm. for having Rocky on the show tonight and and being able to be wanting to wanting to discuss this. Yeah. Oh, this is great. This is great. Thanks for the idea and uh um yeah, I think we're going to catch more ramifications of this uh you know in the future for sure. Absolutely. And terrific. Well, grace turned outward. How far do we want to take it? It's pushing it to the <laughs> limit. It's, uh, it's being, it's saying, "Hey, I'm all in," and um, and there's so many sides to this. And so we'll we'll keep talking about it and keep on pushing yeah. those limits. Yeah. Grace turned outward as God just continues mm-hmm. to work in our own lives. So, John, I think it's time we land the plane. I think so. I think so. Okay. But that I, I might. I. I that's yeah. your job, I... <laughs> that's, that's 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 my job. Well, I think we might just pull off a little bit of a oh, a little Johnny Cafe to take us on out. That's great. John, we'll see, you, we'll see you tomorrow morning at catchjohnfisher.wordpress.com. Fantastic. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thank you, Gunner. Thank you, Rocky. Thanks for listening, everybody. Johnny Pepper